1: he knows new york he loves new york he
0: is new york
2: he's got plenty of ideas on how to bring change he
0: is john katsimatidis and cats at night on 77 wabc
2: Welcome back to the John Matides Cats at Night show. In studio, we have uh, Chairman Ed Cox. Of course, we have John Katzmatidis, who works day and night, no matter what the day, no matter what the night. He's been in studio since, what, <laughs> 6 o'clock this morning? And Five myself, 30. Lydia Serrano. 5.30. Yep. And do you sleep, John? You never sleep. You're always working. A the couple, hardest working man. A couple man. here,
1: a couple there. And oh, uh, there you tell go. us, uh, is Gordon Chang on?
2: we got Gordon G. Chang on the line, and if you want to know what's going on around the world, Gordon Chang is the man to ask. Welcome to Cats and Night, and Happy Thanksgiving, Gordon Chang.
0: Well, Happy Thanksgiving, Lydia and John and Ed. So thank you so much.
1: Well, Well, tell us, uh, what's what's going on in the world? I mean, uh, it's a quiet day in New York. The stock market wasn't open. So it didn't go down. It didn't go up. Um, What did you do today?
0: Well, I had dinner for the first time, Thanksgiving dinner for the first time with the family in two years. So this is, uh, you know, before the pandemic. And it was just great. I mean, it was wonderful. So it's a quiet day in the U.S., but it was a pretty consequential day in China, though.
2: Yeah. What happened in China? Well, you have uh,
0: continued COVID cases. There were 31,444 of them um, yesterday. Um, which basically sets a record for the year, um, but the big story is the continued rioting at the Apple plant in Zhengzhou. It's it's run by Foxconn, which is a Taiwan company, but basically it's called iPhone factory because it makes more iPhones than any other place in the world, somewhere between 50 and 70 percent of them. And the workers are rioting. They're they're battling the uh, police who are in those white hazmat suits.
2: They got two hundred thousand employees, isn't that right over
0: there in that That's factory? Right. They've got they have two hundred thousand employees, but at the end of last month, uh, thousands of them fled. Um, then the government brought in new workers, including veterans, um, and now those guys are rioting as well because they're not being paid what they're promised, and there's all sorts of issues regarding COVID. So it's a pretty unhappy place right
2: now. Let, let me take you up to a, a, a bigger level here. And this is what Larry Summers, who's right about inflation. Well, let me, let's me let
1: give the people a big picture yet. All right. Go uh, ahead. Ed Cox uh, was son-in-law of President Nixon, who opened up China. So Ed Cox is very, very knowledgeable on China. So when he's talking, he knows a, a few things about uh, about what went on.
2: Well, at least I didn't know the questions to ask a real expert like Gordon Chang. <laughs> Gordon, I think it's your book uh, 20 years ago about the coming collapse may, in fact, be right. Larry Summers has said that for a variety of very good reasons that he laid out, years from now we'll look back and see China as we saw Japan in the early 90s and the Soviet Union in the mid-'60s. In other words, as a growing giant that would take over the economy in the world, uh, and, uh, of course, neither panned out. And he thinks the same is going to happen with uh, the way we see China now.
0: Yeah, well, certainly I think we're we're witnessing peak China. Um, And part of it is because Xi Jinping, the Chinese ruler, is undoing the policies that made China so successful. So you have Deng Xiaoping, the successor of Mao Zedong, Deng uh, opened up the country, um, he was reacting to pressure from the Chinese people, he wisely stood away, and then we had the economic miracle of 35 years. But Xi Jinping is going back to the policies of Mao Zedong, he's tightening up China, moving back to totalitarian controls, and one of those totalitarian controls is COVID. And the Chinese people, have just in the last month or so, have been protesting, demonstrating, rioting, defying orders and at this iPhone factory in Zhengzhou, which is in central Hunan province, we are seeing basically open warfare between the workers and the police.
2: That must be very disturbing to President Xi and the and the Communist Party. Uh, uh, what I understand is they're letting up now a little bit on the complete lockdowns. They're trying to do it more uh, apartment house by apartment house or a specific factory by a specific factory. But the result is that COVID is spreading widely because they have no natural immunities because they have this lockdown policy and they're using a questionable vaccine and even that has been limited in the way it's been used. So they still have a huge COVID problem that, uh, that, that uh, they don't quite know how to deal with it considering that people don't like the lockdowns.
0: That's absolutely correct. Everything that you said. And, and right now the regime is doesn't know what to do on November 11th it announced those 20 relaxation measures uh, local officials some of them have been relaxing COVID some of them have not been um, but uh, in south places where there have been relaxation of disease control measures uh, there's been uh, these outbreaks including in Beijing right now and um, for the reasons that you mentioned um, no effective vaccines no natural immunity we are starting to see um, the disease to go through another wave. And I don't think the Communist Party has a means of dealing with this.
2: Well, Xi Jinping wants to acquire all power to himself through the party. Uh, having a third term was important to him. What his position would be was important. Deng Xiaoping started the reforms that uh, China made China take off. He didn't care about position. He just said, go out, get rich. Do well, build up the economy. And the Chinese people didn't need much urging to go out and do that. And they did. It was, they, they he empowered the people. And, uh, and uh, what Xi Jinping is doing is he's taking power away from the people. Anyone with any kind of assets just wants to get them out of China and, uh, and to move themselves if they could.
0: Yes, that's right. Because we have seen the attack on the wealthy and especially in the tech sector. And, you know, China's, Tech platforms, for instance, uh, Ant Group's Alipay, Tencent's WeChat Day. These are the most sophisticated payment platforms in the world, and the Communist Party is attacking them. He's undermining both of those companies, especially Ant Group, especially Alibaba. And right now, um, a lot of wealthy people, they've left. Some of them have abandoned their factories. Um, but they realize that they've got to get out of China because it is a dangerous place. And it's not just dangerous for the wealthy. Um, many people see war coming, and they don't want to be part of Xi Jinping's war.
2: That's interesting. War of what sort? They're not, you're not talking Taiwan, are you? They're not thinking that. Uh... Well, they're, they're thinking
0: Taiwan. I'll just give you an example. Um, a friend of mine, a Chinese entrepreneur in July, told me that um, his factory was making civilian products in the medical sector. He was telling me that the Communist Party cadres came to him and ordered that he start making products for the Chinese military and that um, a number of other entrepreneurs have been receiving similar um, directives and that uh, a number of people, including him, have just left China. They've abandoned their assets there because they don't want to um, stick around for this. Um, You know, the Communist Party right now is trying to take control of factories, and it's been very successful in doing that. And that means when you have the party run factories, they don't run very effectively. They don't run efficiently. And, of course, with the COVID lockdowns, they don't run at all. So China's right now in a state of distress.
1: Yeah. So so, um, I guess we go week to week to see what happens. I mean –
0: Yes. Uh, um, and very much day to day. You know, most people assume and I think it's probably right that the party will get control of the iPhone factory at um, and that some of the other disturbances, especially in Guangdong, in Guangzhou, the capital of that very important province. But the point is um, they haven't been able to do that for the last couple of weeks, despite all the resources, which means that this is troubling because it shows the failure of Communist Party governance. For instance, this factory, which has now become the focal point of uh, the world's attention, the Communist Party had every reason in the world to make sure that it was running well because Apple is the most – actually, this is the most important factory in China, many people will argue, and they haven't been able to do it. Their policies have just failed day after day after day. And that really calls into question the competence of part of uh, communist party governance.
2: What, what does that mean for people who want to buy Apple uh, iPhones or iPads or others in the United States? Well,
0: the iPads are um, Apple has widely wisely shifted much of that production to Vietnam, uh, and that is in process. So that probably won't be affected, but iPhone shipments will be affected because I, I heard iPhone fourteen somewhere.
1: shipments are being affected right now. Yes, because this plant makes 50 to
0: 70 percent of the world's iPhones. and deliveries of course have been disrupted uh, and they've been disrupted now for three weeks. Um, and this is important time because Apple wants product in the stores for Christmas and it's
2: not going to have
0: the iPhones there that it needs.
2: It's not only the problem with the iPhone factory. It's a they're uh, a part owner of a big education company that prepared people for exams and had hundreds of thousands of employees. And she's being just decided it was not a good business. Yeah, and ordered it to
1: be shut down.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, right. we have to go on to a break right now and go on to our next thing. Uh, Gordon Chang, thank you so much for coming on, keeping the American people uh, informed. And to tell everybody, your Twitter, keep informed that what you do is at Gordon G. Chang. Is that correct? That's right.
0: And happy Thanksgiving to all of you guys.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And we'll catch up. He
0: knows New York. He loves New York. He is New York.
2: He's got plenty of ideas on how to bring change. He
0: is John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC.
1: Again soon.